greetings. We're back. Episode 108. Fun one today, man. We got we got into it. We covered some ground, as they say. Uh, we start off with two big movie reviews. Happy we got around to that. Uh, I finally caught Saltburn, and much to Grant's chagrin, I also caught Poor Things in the theater. So uh, no spoilers on either of them, just... Uh, just my thoughts, then we get into Freerun, episode 18, Solo Leveling, episode 2, Grant caught the pilot of Metallic Rouge, and then we do Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, uh, True Detective, season 4, had their pilot, I caught that, talk a little bit about The Wire, and then uh, we close on the Emmys, because it is award season, so we talk, you know, we kind of mentioned Golden Globes, Criti Critics' Choice Awards, Emmy Awards kind of lumps all together, and uh, yeah, so we give our take on all that stuff, and uh, we'll probably do the same for uh, the Oscars when it's time for that. So thank you for listening, and enjoy. Oh, hey there, Grant. Hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm... I'm wiped. It's yeah, Tuesday. Man. Tuesday is the new Monday. Yeah, but you're starting holidays. Yes, sir. You're going to yeah. get a lot of... Uh, what do you think you're going to do more of? Vidya gaming or mm. anime watching? Um, both. I have... Um, my sights are set on the, the next Yakuza game, or like a dragon game, comes mm. out, uh, and, which I, uh, I'm i very, very much looking forward to. Probably one of my most anticipated games for the year. Nice. Um, so that doesn't come out for another 10 days, so I'm going to try and put some effort into some anime. There's a lot of new shows. I think next week I'm, I'm hoping to have like my full um, seasonal report of uh, you know you know my usual shtick there. But uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff still on and backlogs. I think uh, Cowboy Bebop. I think this is. I think I have to finish it now. So that's kind of yeah. like my goal. <laughs> it's weird. My my own backlog is kind of growing. I can't, of course, in the moment, like name anything for you. But it does sure. seem like a slightly slower season, and I kind of want to keep it that way because there's like some historical shows that I really want to get to. Yeah. Um. Like, I and like don't get too excited because I'm not committing to anything. But like, <laughs> just seeing how excited everybody is about that Dodoro Hiro show getting a second season. Yeah. It's like the animation style just didn't seem like my thing, but like maybe I don't think it's anyone's thing though. But it's that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. If I watched all of um Studio Orange there. Trigon. Yeah, and like I didn't love it, but like I liked the show. It's like mm -hmm. maybe I could just suck it up and watch it, you know? And yeah, uh it's weird. It's weird. It's fun, right? And like I never finished Odd Taxi, you know what I mean? Or like um I'll just watch Odd Taxi. Fate you know, there's a fate series I wanna look at. Um Anyway, there's all these shows I want to I want to check out, um, mm. but I want to I want to take a left turn here because I I actually want to start us off not on anime. Okay. Because um, dude, I had like a grant weekend. I watched movies. Not only did oh. I watch movies plural, but I watched two like relevant zeitgeist movies that are in okay. pop culture, that are topical, and like I never do that. I have a hunch on one of them. Yeah, okay, so I'll tell you first. I yeah. watched Saltburn first. Ah, uh, you feel gross or what? I have some thoughts, dude. <laughs> Bronson uh, gave me a pretty good rundown on it, too. So you so you have not seen it, eh? No, i got no interest in it. Yeah, yeah okay, so, all right. You know, I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, and I, I, Go ahead. Yeah, if, if you're, okay, if you don't want to spoil for the listeners, yeah. that's one thing. If you don't want to spoil me, have at it. Um, I, I listened to a full like movie rundown on it. Oh, like, I, I know I know the whole beats of the movie. So I'm not going to spoil for the listeners because you have to hear me out here. Um, sure. I think number one, I understand why this movie is controversial. Like I definitely mm -hmm. get it. I think, but also what I want to preface is that like this is not like a bad movie. Like it's just not. Mm. I I don't think it's bad. I think um, where they had trouble is like they. It's like one of those things, like you know, when you take a big swing, and sure. like it, it like, they did not whiff on it, but they they definitely didn't like hit a home run kind of you thing. Still took a swing though, right? Yeah, but I think like you know, the bigger you swing sometimes, and if it does not pay off like a hundred percent of the time, you kind of mm -hmm. end up with a bit of egg on your face. 
Sure. You know what I mean? And I think that's kind of the story of this movie because, like, I think this is a better than average movie in some ways. Hmm. Um, but, like, in other ways, it's like, what were, I don't know what they were thinking here. Some of it feels like they were being gratuitous for gratuitous sake. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know. Okay. I, number there one. was a lot of improv, I believe. I, th- I, I had oh, really? read and heard that some of the, like, the very, you know, the very gratuitous scenes, especially, I think specifically the one towards the end, was improvised. Interesting. So, you know, some of it's built in, but then I think that kind of improvisation kind of comes from how it, it's written, right? Like, it, yeah. kinda, it, it definitely bounces off what was originally there. So, like, you know, it's not like it's that far off from... from what yeah. was going to be there no matter and what, they, right? so. And they chose to put it in the movie, you know what I mean? Like, sure. you know... Yeah. A lot, you know, I've heard crazy stories of people doing stuff and like improv and ad lib and crazy lines and stuff. But like, it comes down to the filmmakers. Like, if mm. it's part of your vision, it either goes in the movie or it doesn't. I think one thing I'll say is like, aesthetically and the cinematography of the movie is like, it is very legit. It is an incredibly yeah. pretty movie to look at. Mm. Um, you could almost argue like they may have done too much. Like it, the whole movie, you know, the aspect ratio like they made a choice with um it looks frankly like the whole movie looks like it's shot for like instagram reels like it looks in like this you know it's this squashed boxy aspect ratio and um and just the framing of the movie is so great the use of color is so great but it it's it's just very art it's very artsy like you look at it blackbird on either side yeah oh or sorry is it left right black left left, right left right left right Oh shit! Okay, and, I did not know that actually. And 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 like they use it, they and they use it like actually effectively. Like the framing in the movie is gorgeous. Some of the shots are gorgeous, and like it's like okay, like whoever shot the movie mm. definitely knew what they were doing. How they staged characters, they absolutely knew what they were doing. Um, the performances are okay. Rosamund mm. Pike steals She's every real. scene. She's a real one, yeah. Every scene she's in, she fucking crushes. She's unbelievable in this movie. Definitely in my, like, top five of, like, one of the most underutilized actors yeah. in, in Hollywood. Like, anything she's in, she kind of just, she has such a presence to her. Like, you know, she can play the, like, the heavy. She can play, you know, like, the you know, the sympathetic lead. Like, she's very good. Like, Gone Girl is all time. The first movie I ever saw her in was Gone Girl. Yeah. And, I'm, and it left such a mark. I was like, oh, fuck. And, and she mm. couldn't be more different in this movie and crushes crushes um i think you know there's some good twists and turns so cinematography great roseman pike great everybody else decent Mm. um i think overall i'm glad that this movie like existed and that it was controversial because like it brought attention to the movie and i think it like creates more space for like more weird movies and like i don't think that's a bad thing Mm. I, i think like my main problem with it is like one of the biggest scenes is like this like controversial nudity involving ending scene that they have mm. and it and it and it definitely does nothing for like it it truly feels no substance to the overall no absolutely yeah. not and like when you end on a note like that it it's it's very much like a what have you done for me lately kind of a thing right when you review movies hmm. like if you don't like the ending like we've talked about this a million times on shows and in anime you don't like the ending like you jeopardize the journey sure you know what i mean and it's like when you end on like such a weird note that just feels like oh this is like this is very challenging and like artsy and like gratuitous but like not with a ton of substance it makes Mm. all the other weird shit that you did earlier be like well did they feels less than Yeah. yeah They, yeah, they yeah. diminish their own scenes because there are some fucking scenes in this movie that are so gross that I had a hard time <laughs> watching them, but I'm like, but I was almost, I don't want to say impressed, but it was like, oh, like, th- this is a challenging watch in a way sure. that I'm not used to. And yeah. I, it made me uncomfortable, but like, they they were trying to make me uncomfortable. And like, yeah. in that in that moment, I was like, oh, like, you know, mission accomplished. You have made me mm. uncomfortable. And then the ending, I was like, ah, What? Mm. yeah i don't know a couple pacing issues the third act is like it's all in the execution and i think they waver just a little bit at the ending but like most of it worked for me good movie not great overshadowed a little bit by like them deciding to like steer into the skid it felt like Mm. 
they decided to make a couple of these choices and it like kind of maybe jeopardized the movie for me a little bit. I don't know. Good, not great. Did Just, you know what though? Like would have been a good theater watch. Movies. I bet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if no one knew it was coming. It was, yeah. it was funny because you know, like I listened to a lot of the you know like some of the movie podcasts. There's some of the bigger ones and. You know the the general consensus is like people either f- like fucking hate it or they're like this is like elevated you know like and it's so funny because like you know it very rarely is either one of those like usually yeah. it's like kind of right down the middle of that when when it's so pol- polar on both sides and you hear about nothing in the middle it's, it's usually in the middle but um, yeah yeah I don't know it's um, pretty it, pretty it, it to did, look at I I get why yeah. like some people are like oh it's so el-. like I get it like I definitely sure. get where they're coming from. I heard it's like specifically for you and I, like our age group, like it, like it is kind of like a millennial movie. Yeah, for sure. they they very much like they did a good job capturing a moment in time from what I've heard in the movie. Like I agree with that the music, too. Uh, you know the oh like, yeah, what, what was definitely because it's set in uh, overseas there in uh, in Europe. Europe? Yeah, no, in I think so. I forget where. Britain, but yeah. anyways. But um, but yeah, I don't know. So like, it's I think the best thing for me personally that's come out of this movie is like because it came out just before Christmas. Everyone. On, on Prime, you know, everyone's going home, yeah. everyone's watching these movies. There's just all these compilations of, like, people, like, sitting, like making their grandmother and their aunt watch it, and, and you know, or, like, aunt and uncles and stuff like that, and, you know, like, your older parents. So, so <laughs> that stuff is great. So, like, I've seen, there's the one, I think, like, the big scene. Oh, there's a Shock scene in the movie. The one, though, like, I think, you know, the... I'm not the, really, ba- the, bathtub the tub scene? scene there's a tub scene yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. literally every time i see one of these clips it's that scene there's a couple you know, though yeah ones. it's oh. <laughs> yeah there's uh, a different one too that bothered me just as much as that too. <laughs> um, what was uh what was the other movie you watched uh in the theater we saw poor things oh is it is it good tell me it's good <laughs> why are you upset <laughs> i want to see it so bad dude oh, really? it's like probably the movie I want to see the most right now. That and uh, Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Oscar contending mm. giant, uh, giant movie. Stone. I, I will not spoil anything uh, from you. I, I, so I'm not an Emma Stone uh, expert. I don't know everything in her, on her IMDb page or her discography or her body of work, what do you call it? But I, I have never seen her do anything like this. Um, really? Yeah range like it it's one of those things i saw somebody going on a rant about it about like people don't realize like the you know the things she's won awards for like the parts are all over the place because mm. she has range and this one in particular is like i just can't believe um how well it worked out like what so this is a very good movie like yeah. it's extremely good and um just the pitch on it dude like the elevator pitch on what this movie is and like you know, I, if, if I had to tell you verbally how Emma Stone plays it, like, mm. it just sounds risky. It seems like, yeah, there's an 80% chance this is, like, a dog shit movie with a real bad performance. And, like, somehow it's a fantastic movie with an even better performance. It's For unbelievable. Me, but that's the thing. I think, like, mean, you know, like, I hear something like this. Like, I know it's a Yorgos Lanthimos movie. I'm like, it's going to be weird. Yeah. Like, you know, like, so the expect for, you know, like, the film heads, like, the expectation is, like, this movie is going to be you know, it's going to be something, but like, yeah. you know, the general audiences, you know, people that just kind of either walk into a theater or, or what have you, like it's, it, it's, it's hard to reach those people for something like this. So, and it's, you know, I don't think it's, it hasn't had a huge release yet. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm so excited to see um, it. Mark Ruffalo is about as loose as I've ever seen him. Oh yeah. Having probably the, m- it appears as though he's having a lot of fun. Like, Good. I think he lost himself in it, and, it, and it's—I don't mean this in a, uh, in in a degrading or overly critical way, but like part of the like, the dialogue is so damn specific in 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 the way it's written. Like, it it's just hard to parse that. T- you always know what they mean, but they talk kind of backwards. Emma Stone's character is kind of learning communication as the yeah. as the movie progresses, but even like. Mark Ruffalo's like villainy British. Um, he's kind of like a playing like almost like a British bad guy, okay. but like kind of a funny take on one at times. He's like, okay. "What? No, I I would not believe this." Like, dude, that's literally how he sounds in the movie, and it's fucking hilarious the whole time. And you're like, "Is he bad at Brit- British accents, or is he so good at British accents that like he's doing this specific take on it?" Because mm. he knows everything that comes out of his mouth is ludicrous. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. 
he's either playing 4D chess or playing checkers, but it kind of doesn't matter because it it just works beautifully across the screen from Emma Stone. I've heard a couple people say, and if you haven't seen the movie, like you might not get the reference, but I have heard a couple things, Mark Ruffalo to Alan Rickman in the, the Robin Hood movie. Oh, the, okay. the one he did with that. Like, again, like it was just such a, the making of the movie was such a nightmare. Like Kevin Costner didn't even like attempt to learn like a British accent. Yeah. It's like gives up halfway through. And like the story is like Alan Rickman's just like, fuck it, I'm Alan Rickman. I'm going to do my thing. And like, this is going to, it's like right. cheesy dialogue, but like I'm going to crush. And like, there's like a kind of like a fun, you know, right, kind of right, a villainy right, right. thing to it. I've heard that from, you know, a couple people. I haven't seen that it. movie, but, but, uh, it's but, an okay movie. But anyway, the point being like, you know, sometimes you just got to have fun with the villain role, right? Like, yeah. And, uh, like I, you know, Oscar noms aren't out yet. But I think a nomination He's on the list, a supporting nomination for him, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Like, well, she's the front one of the front runners for yeah, best act, uh, actors. The, uh, physical role from Emma Stone, like, mm. like watch her body as much as you watch how she executes a lot of this stuff. Like, she fucking, yeah, a, extremely uh, impressive performance from her. Loved Mark Ruffalo, mm. um, set design, costumes, all great. I, I just don't really have a ton of uh, complaints other than, like, you know, this just is just really the state of things these days. Just every every movie feels like it has to be two hours, 20 minutes, mm. whatever. Um, not super complaining. The only the only gripe I sincerely had, um, and, and I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on this, where was they made a bold and hyper-specific choice with the soundtrack. Um mm. And I think just have earplugs, for you especially, have earplugs handy. You won't need them for the whole movie, but there were times in that theater where I had to plug my own ears. And you like, see it in a local rep theater, or you see it to, at to one of the chains? Uh, one of the, yeah, at the at the VIP thing. Oh, um, oh okay, shit. So, okay, so it's got a bigger run. Yeah, thing. yeah. But, like, Fuck. yeah, I, there, were, there were a few moments there where I'd be like, okay, hold on, this is fucking unbelievable. Yeah. But, like, you know, they made a choice. Um, yeah, I don't know. The amount of nudity is fucking staggering. I will yeah, tell you that yeah, yeah. too. I've heard, I've heard um, as much. I, I did not real. I, I gotta say, both Saltburn and Poor Things, dude. I think I saw you know half a trailer for both of them three or four months ago. So I kind of went into these Zero Dark Grant style. Yeah, and I might just do that going forward. Yeah, I I can't that remember was, the last time. I think the last movie trailer I watched was Civil War. But it was only like forty seconds. I was like, yeah. I just I need to see Clemens yeah. do his thing, you know, for whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't watch movie trailers. I, I was so pleased to not know what the fuck was coming. Mm. Um, and, and that, like, so much of this was just, like, so surprising. I was like, oh, like, I feel like I'm going on a journey with this. I haven't seen yeah. 40% of the movie in fucking trailers. So anyway, yeah. that's my rant. Two great movies. Well, I mean, you know, one good movie that's, like, on Prime. Watch it if you want to burn an afternoon or you got a lazy Sunday. That's salt yeah. burn. But, like, yeah. I would say if you're a movie fan, prioritize poor things, preferably in theaters. Well, so that's the thing now. I'm wondering, because I didn't realize Poor Things was playing, because we're, uh, you know, Leanna and I are doing uh, we're doing a movie night this weekend mm. in the mm. big city, and uh, it was between <laughs> total polar uh, opposites. Uh, the Boy and the Heron, yeah, or The Zone of Interest, which is like oh, heavy man. Holocaust movie, so like, um, yeah, I don't know, but if Poor Things is playing, I might try and... Poor Things is probably the funnest, though I don't know anything really about Boy and the Heron. Mm. Yeah, but uh, damn, fuck. Poor yeah, things. sorry, right. dog. I got some. I got some research to do. I'm so excited. That's day. I never, honestly, not in a million years would I guess that came out of your mouth. You right? Really, you I, I'm, I'm yeah, it was pretty yeah. funny. I had this shit eating grin at the end of the movie. <laughs> Sam's like, "You really liked it?" I was like, "Yeah," but also Grant's gonna be shocked that I saw this. <laughs> I would Sam think? She. Re- uh, I think she liked Saltburn a little more than I did. Uh, I think we both gave it like a seven or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you watch it, like try not to get caught up in like the the conversation. Sure. Uh, yeah. And we both really, really liked Poor Things. Like you know, right. eight, nine-ish territory for sure. Fucking a. I his last movie with her actually, um, the favorite. Yes, uh, which was- I hadn't seen, but I think she had. So good. So I remember like <laughs> we were watching Julie, and it's like I think it was like my third um like costume drama or um historical costume mm, drama mm. in like a week and Lana's like why are you watching all these like <laughs> you know like 1700s eras movies and all that but the, the favorite was the one she liked she really she she, she took that one but uh damn yeah. bro fuck 
All right. Yeah. Okay. Anime? A little bit of anime? Yeah, sure. What do you got? Do we do we want to hit free run quick, or yeah. do we want to talk about a couple new shows? Let's do or free, one new show, rather. Uh, let's do free run first. Right. Um, yo, did you know the male elf, like, free run's an elf, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. This is episode 18 of free run, by the way. Uh, for the listener, um, did you know that the the male guy, the monk, is Zeke, Zeke's voice voice actor? Wow, yeah, I would guess Zeke I, was such a nasally performance. It's really? kind of it's a very specific. Yeah, it's hard to pick up. Yeah, I only I picked up this uh, this episode. But um, let me jog my memory. What what happened this episode, Grant? This is they get to, they finally get to the city in the north. There, the Alburst, Alburst, and uh, they're you know they're doing the the uh, certification test for oh, the first grade right. first grade sorcerer business there but uh it seems like they're setting up a whole arc here right well yeah there's only uh five episodes five left or so six, will... six yeah six left i'm guessing so. like the rest of the season is like we make it through the certification maybe get on the other side of outburst and that's mm. probably it yeah i think so like this i don't the way that they did because even then, they end this episode, and I don't even think they complete the first task, right? So, yeah, yeah probably about three three or four, maybe, and then do, like, a, a wrap-up, too. But um, I, I liked it. It's so funny, because this is the closest... I think our biggest comparison to Freerun so far has been Mishoko Tensei. Yeah, I And, that. you know, they've been so drastically far apart with, you know, little similarities here and there, you know, i.e., you know, like, magic and, you know, fantasy and whatnot. But this is the closest they've kind of like briskly t- touched each other in like kind of like theming um or just more like scenario wise like the school like the school with Mishoka Tensei this season and Good point. You know, the exams and testing but uh, this is it's such a weird like this is not an explosive episode but there's just so many fucking like little things throughout the whole thing that I'm just yeah. blown away at like just the just the way the show fires right like it's so good there's also too I didn't realize there's a trope that you don't think about very often, but the reveal of, like, a bunch of characters. Like, we saw it in, like, Demon Slayer when they are showing off, um, not the Shears, but, like, the Upper Moons. They're, like, all, like, faded out in the background. Yeah, yeah. They did this shot with, like, all, like, the first grade mages. There's only, like, seven of them or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Or, or the original seven or whatever it is. And it's just, like, when that's, like, done well and, like, kind of, like, looks epic and everything's kind of spaced out, it's just a funny thing. It's a, it's a good anime trope. I also like that we've met a, like, violent, bloody mage that, mm. like, it's good to see, like, um, you know... Not in, all are good. Yes. Yeah. In a show yeah. that's, like, so beautifully wholesome and genuine and all the characters are, it's like, I want to see somebody fucking violent and, like, <laughs> the, you know, the antithesis of, like, what Freerun is. And I'm not saying that's who Ubel is, because we, we've, she's been on screen for ten minutes, but, like, seems like yeah, a fun character. Even. Like, maybe throw a monkey wrench into some things. Also, did you know Fern was, uh, what was it, the youngest mage to ever receive the, what was it, third class? Third, third class, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I feel like maybe the priest made a, made mm. a, a comment about that. Um, Our boy But it was a good, re- it was a good reminder. Um, I, I thought the, like, the Ubel's, or Ubel scene was, like, really interesting, because excellent usage of the monk, Graft. Yeah, not, I agree. Graft. You know, like, they really set up, like... You know, like he kind of scares him off or whatever, and just like the back and forth between the two of them, and just like the total tone change of him being like, you know, those are killers' eyes, and then yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the set of like, oh, that's in. You immediately think of like, you know, oh, he did it to save them, you know, yeah. and then like then it's explained. You're like, oh, okay, like I see that it was a really good setup for her character without her yeah. having to say anything, you know, like it was other people's actions revealed her, you know, her potential actions, so. But um, I don't know, and and just you know the stuff at the end of the episode is great with you know Freerun having to kind of parent the other two girls, and they did a really good job of like the returning gag of them like fucking wrestling and fighting, but like every time it happens, she's slowly discovering more about them, yeah. without them having to say anything, like she's putting the pieces together herself. I again like it's just it's show don't tell right like it's just very <laughs> it's like the show just it's incredible how it continues to keep doing this. Yeah, I agree. I like. Um... That we've really shaken things up, and that we have a shitload of new characters to get to know, and we've got a whole thing to do. So yeah, it seems yeah. like a good setup to a new arc, and yeah, a yeah. little bit, a little bit of like info dumping. Like there was that when they're all in the hall, kind of like having their teams announced, or they're kind of yeah. going over the rules. There was like inner dialogue taking place at the bottom, yeah. and there was like the, I really wanted to see both. Like I had to watch the scene twice. Yeah, I feel that 
because I wanted to know what the guy, you know, the proctor was saying. But uh, now you mentioned Mashuga yeah. Tensei, and it made me realize like free run will be done, and like we probably won't have a major break until core two of Moshuko, will we? For what? For like fantasy type shows? Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. When, when, do you know when that's supposed to come? I think it's supposed to be spring. Yeah, okay. So like, I think they said spring. Though I, I will say, just in the vein of anime shows, I did catch the second episode of Solo Leveling. As did I. Okay, so... Yeah, okay, so I'm curious about this. Like, yeah. I've read, not intentionally, that like the quote hook of the show is still yeah. like a couple episodes out. Which oh. is interesting to me. And then like... You know, you had mentioned, like, you've seen this kind of, like, a thousand times, and I saw it. Do you see this post that was, like, high up on anime the other day? Like, why is this shit so popular? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't... It's, a. Uh, it reminds me a bit of, um... This is probably a shit comparison, but it reminds me a bit of just, like, kind of, like, Blue Lock. Like, there's this giant fan base behind this thing. It finally yeah. gets the anime adaptation. And mm-hmm. it's, like, I'm just so out of the loop. Mm. And sometimes, I think this is evidence of, like, it might be good to stay out of the loop. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I kind of yeah. just want to watch it without people breathing down my neck about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. This was like surprisingly bloody. This um, I was gonna say. So I was pretty hard on it last week. Yeah. Um, and so this episode clicked. Like I, I, not that I I get it, but there was a lot of like obvious evidence <laughs> now of being like of what this can be and what this probably will be. Right. So I went back and I rewatched the pilot. Yeah. And I think it's just a bad pilot. I think it's just it's just not it's a little unclear and they kinda you know, they kinda jam in a little too much of the world building, you know, which yeah. again, that it's pilots, you know, we said a hundred you know, times pilots you know, are hard. You know what they say about pilots, dude. Exactly. <laughs> so like you know, so I like I said, I don't think it's too belittle or like the not the level that the show can be. I think it's just like I said, I think it was just not a great pilot. Um but I, I really like what they did in this episode. Again, the violence and oh you know God. the gore was like, whoa, okay, all right, I'm looking, I'm seeing, a lot I'm of watching. death, too. a lot of death. But you know, it's it was another good thing. Again, it's not on like free run levels, but you know, there's a whole thing in this episode where I I, I don't I, I don't know anyone's names. Um, no, I mean there's neither. a there's a lot of name throwing around. Yeah. <laughs> in this episode, and the previous one too, it's it's hard to like lock on. But uh, um, the main character. He kind of like when he puts the puzzle together, or like yeah. the you know the the te- or the yeah the, the the essentially like the rules of the the trap or whatever, yeah. and he's kind of putting it together. They did like a really good job of like there's just a lot of commotion and noise and and a- literal action going on around yeah, like him, the mayhem and, around him. While he's and they thinking. did a good job of like isolating him and also including that and like him kind of putting it together. I thought that was like I think that was like the mode of like oh okay this this show has something like there, it's not just like. Uh, you know, we draw swords and stab, you know, like it's not just like your generic, I, th- I think there is just a little more substance than I think the first episode ever even hinted at. So, yeah, um, it was cool. So like I've seen the screen grab and like the fan art of that evil smile for years now. Oh, really? Of so the, see, it's almost like Titan-like, eh? Yeah, like, the god, so like that god character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to stone, see that yeah. kind of play out, of like, oh, context, that's, you know, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, it's, um... Yeah, so it's 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 very interesting. It's other stuff like you know for years like I've seen art and I had no idea had any association to Chainsaw yeah. Man, and then I read it and I was like, oh, I, now I know what that random art is on the internet that I see all the time. Yeah. And, you know, same thing for like AOT and like all these shows. It's just like one of those moments. You're like, ah, that's the thing. Check. You know, like yeah, check. Yeah, what, or, one of mine. Know. Yeah, one of mine was for a, a long time was the frame. It is beautiful, the framed shot of Kowaru from. Why? Hear the pronunciation on me there? Yeah. That sounds nuts. Ko- <laughs> I could I could do it more quiet. Kowaru from uh, Neon Genesis. Um, okay. Uh, they're sleeping side by side, him and Shinji, and he says, yeah. "Maybe I was born to meet you." Mm. That was that's great. It, it's crazy how big of an impact he had on that series, despite only being in a couple episodes. Um, but anyway, yeah, it, it is always kind of neat when you like connect the dots and you say, mm-hmm. "Oh, he, there's a thing." That's the thing. That's the thing. But, but, but uh, all yeah. that to say, I'll keep watching. Will you keep watching? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, until, until we don't want to, right? It's like one of those things. It is. You know, it's it's funny because um, 
also the reddit algorithm has gotten like way more aggressive when it comes to it feels like the moment i watch a show like i'm getting recommendations for the solo leveling like comparison like the manhwa to the adaptation yeah so i've been going through i watched i looked at last or the episode ones and then you know episode two as well and it it is it's kind of cool to see like you know like because you know the manhwas are korean and they have a very specific art style as well and to see the like I believe there is Korean studios involved with this mm-hmm. as well, but it is it is uh, Japanese as well, and it's interesting to see like what they take, like what they keep and what they don't. Yeah, like how you know certain yeah. angles aren't as sharp, and it, it is like a good blend of the two different styles, which is you know not something you see all that often. I know t- a lot of people said that with Tower of God too, or Tower of God or uh, God of High School, one of the two. But, Never um, saw either. No, I didn't either. But like, I, I know one of them but, was uh, yeah, was and both might be Manwas or Manwas, but. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I think there is a little bit of like personal redemption of like, oh, okay, I think we have like a good show for, for to keep going. And I was talking to Joey over the weekend, and he he had read the the the, the series as well. And you know, like, you know, when when Joe was like, stick it, like you know, stick around, and like, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. All right, we'll see. Because I told him like everything I told you last week about episode one, I I regaled to him too, and he was like. Yeah, 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 he's like, but like, keep watching. And I'm like, all right, we'll see. So, and then the gaming, like, there's like a game element now that has to be. So that I'm like, curious. Act- I don't love it, like, but I'm curious. Me neither. I, I'm generally speaking, kind of steer clear of that kind of thing. Yeah, but but okay. I I do I did like sincerely really enjoy that second episode. It's like okay, like mm-hmm. I have to see where it goes. Here, like the yeah. you know cliffhanger and all that, so it's like no, nah, I got I got to see episode three. I'm I'm in. Yeah. Uh, also, like the yeah. heightened panic of like them all kind of bailing on him, I yeah. thought was really well done. Like yeah, people just like putting it together and like, how how quick people are to turn on each other. I thought that was like it felt very genuine. You know, Fuck it, yeah, it just, yeah. It, it didn't feel underwritten or over, it just felt just written. There, you know, yeah, like I remember. Could, yeah, do you remember season one? I keep cutting you off. Sorry, season no, no. one of Attack on Titan, like the, that first time the walls are breached. Yeah. It's like all the new scouts, like they kind of just panic and like they're like it's like fish in a bucket for the tight like all the all the new recruits and low level people like they just die like when yeah. things when shit hits the fan right your inexperience sure. yeah. kind of shows and that it felt like oh like they've lost control of the situation mm-hmm. leadership is dying like it's falling to this like young kid with the least amount of experience who's like putting the puzzle pieces together of course people aren't listening there's mm-hmm. casualties mayhem and, and yeah. yeah like you said they captured that. Yeah. Very well. So, and that's hard to do. So, I'm going to keep watching. Um, yes, sir. What else are you watching? You, you said you saw, you saw some new uh, pilots? I So, I checked out one. I, I, didn't, I didn't have a lot of week. Uh, okay. Or, I, <clears throat> I didn't have, I didn't have enough have time to week. catch a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of week. Um, I checked out the new, the, uh, the Bones show, uh, Metallic Rouge. Uh, it's an original story. Huh, okay. um, this was, like, very high on my list of, like, you, you know, for anticipated for the year. And... It had me. It had me three quarters of the way. Um, I was really into it. Vivi vibes, uh, like futuristic sci-fi, takes place on Mars. Don't so throw far. that name no. around lightly. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. But um, very, like it's like an it's you know it's it's more Blade Runner than it is Vivi. Sure. Very like wears that on its sleeve big time. Um, so <clears throat> you know, there's like even like the opening, like they like. It feels a bit like a very Western show. Like I said, it's original, so it's not like it's you know doing an adaptation of anything. So like the Metallic Rouge comes up on the screen. I was like, is that the fucking Blade Runner font? <laughs> you know, like it's so it's like that, and then you know like kind of rain soaked city or um, kind of like torch city, like in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Like you know where they go out in the, uh, Gosling goes out in the desert looking for uh, Han Solo oh, there. Yeah, so good. and just like kind of like the sandscape, like you know the dead Ugh. the deadness of L A. and that out movie in the dunes. is still not properly rated. No. Like, it's still not properly appreciated how goddamn beautiful that movie was. Dude. I, I mean, they the won for, like, I got the best... 4K waiting for us one night. You and I, you just come over, we throw on the 4K, just get, get like, we get the sound going, just freaking blast. We wear <laughs> tie-dye onesies and... Yeah. yeah, man. Take psychedelics and turn that fucking thing on? Jesus. Yeah, I'll do that all weekend. I'll watch three times. Oh, but, my uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Like, it's... There's... It, the show kind of oozed, like, that kind of style. That's and it was very well executed. Mm-hmm. And so it is... Like, it isn't, like, a mecha show. So, like, you know, the... There's, like... It the is Andrew, or is not? It is. So... Okay. And I kind of knew that going in. There's going to be, like, power suits of some sort. 
you know, and um, so when they kind of tease up that, like, okay, it's like it's armor time, like, you know, you find out the only thing that reminds me of Vivi is like there's people and then like the android or the like the android servants, I guess it's similar to Blade Runner, but like they're kind of turning on them in some way like there's like the the asimov law like it's straight up mentioned in this oh okay. you know like no one can attack humans or they can't disobey humans i think it's a little tweaked but uh-huh. anyways um so you find out like a bunch of people are like all the main characters of the show they're all these androids they can kind of like go outside of the rules maybe but ends up being like it, you know robots are thrown down with robots and the power suits kind of come on and the art style kind of loses me mm-hmm. um like i know people have, like are saying like oh it's like you know common rider uh, meets Blade Runner, which is like cool in theory, but yeah. I don't love the, the designs. Yeah, but the to way... its credit, it's two D animation. You know, like they're not doing like three D mech suits. Like you know, they're not. So like, and it is Studio Bones. Like you know, like say what you want about my hero. When the Sakuga is present, when they go for it, it's you know, it's it's through the roof. Mob no. Psycho alone. Like you know, they are an incredibly talented stu- studio. No um, one does mech stuff two D anymore. Like every no. studio. The only one would be Witch Runner 3 in recent memory. And that was like, again, but that was like, that's like a 10 out of 10. This feels, again, it's a pilot episode. They don't fully dial in. Didn't Um, Witch from your theory have like 3D elements though? No. No CG whatsoever? All the mech stuff was hand-drawn. Fuck. If there was, it was like kind of like background, like like a still shot. But like when it came to action and movement, it was all, it was all 2D. Damn. Um, So like, yeah, like I don't know, like it's, I'm going to watch at least a couple episodes just to see because like i said yeah. that first three quarters of the episode was like oh this might be like one of our shows very similar to uh, licorice recoil i actually think the main uh character is chisato oh really a voice which so i like I, I had the headphones on when i was listening to it and uh first thing i picked up on was like oh i recognize that voice but uh yeah i don't know it's like it, it is cool has a um, cool name great name original anime we you and i love that so, you know, I was kind of hoping this was going to be like a licorice recoil situation, but um, yeah, it, it's a, at the very least, it's a, an easy pilot to watch. And, but, uh, it's you a cool love name. Yeah. Great name. Great concept. It's just, I'm the second, it, like, they introduce like the first mech suit. Um, and they're not big. It's like, like people size. Like, it's not like huge in scale. It's like, oh. you know, pe- yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it's, it's a little easier to track and all that, but. Like a Mega Man um, suit. Like a Mega Man suit, yes, exactly. And, uh, yeah, they, they introduced it, like, you know, 12 minutes in. I was kind of like, oh, okay, maybe it's just this one. And then, mm. like, towards the end, you see a second, then you see a third, and then, uh, you, you know, the ED, you see, like, yeah, a fourth yeah, and a fifth, yeah. and you're kind of like, eh, fuck, okay. Well, <laughs> I think that's just the style they're going for, but um, I don't know. It's I, I recommend people check it out. It's, like, again, there's a lot, a lot of, like, talked about shows like premiering right now yeah uh in january but this seems to be high up there people seem to be digging it so but uh style for sure so by the way just to derail for a quick sec you you meant so metallic rouge i I might check it out i'm in all likelihood i'll wait for you to report back yeah sure sure. um you mentioned eds yeah and it just like set off a thing in my brain you know that youtube channel first take yes and we've listened to it and you sent me i think it was an avril of england (laughs) That blew my head off. Yeah, huge showed, in Japan. Huge in Japan. I, I had no idea. I watched uh, I watched the whole thing. Sam and I watched it, and I was like, and like I saw how many views it had. I was like, is this news to you? Like I had no idea. And I gotta say, like that was filmed within the last year or so. It was. It was last year. Yeah, yeah. She sounds great. She sounds the exact same. Yeah, man. She hasn't Good for her. missed a fucking beat. Yeah, so, 100%. she's a real one. Shout out to Avril Lavigne. <laughs> shout out. Do you want to come on, Avril? And uh, and shout out for her like going over there and doing that. That's fucking sick. That dude, no, that no, no. channel is sick. Yeah, I literally I sent that to you. I finished editing the podcast. I went downstairs. I was like Leanna, we're not going to bed yet. And I th- we watched like five or six of them. Like we just. Have you seen the one with the? Uh, it's uh, where they they wear the wolf head. Yeah, man with a mission with Millet. Yes. Who? What? What op is that for? What's the show? Uh, that one's for Demon Slayer yeah. this season, or the uh, Swordsmith Village. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> they wear the... De- they just wear that. I had no idea. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah I, for, ch- first take on YouTube. Just check out that channel. Like, so, yeah. all your favorite huge. Huge. Japanese artists are do- going there and doing, like, studio-level, studio-quality re- uh, recordings. Uh, I did a oh. serious Avril deep dive, man. Like, this is not, like, a recent thing. She is, like, <laughs> her number one market is Japan. 
I and she's been going over there for years, years and years and years. She's huge over there. I wonder why. Like, I mean, like, you know, why her specifically? I don't know. Like, I think the, you know, like there's, um, I don't know the the genre, but again, I'm piecing this based on a game, but like the Yakuza games or the Like a Dragon games, they're yeah. called now, they do like, they kind of hit all kind of subgenres of like, you know, um, groups of people, like, you know, like the Giaru groups, like the like the makeup people, and then like there's like this like the rockabilly. That's yeah. that's what I'm go- that's what I was looking for the rockabilly stuff, and she kind of has like a punk rockabilly look to sure. her, like you know, sure, like the, the studs and the leather jackets, and like yeah. you know, she's she's a punk and a pop artist, but like you know, or originally you know, pop punk or whatever, but you know, but I, I think imagery alone, like she's kind of bubblegum, and they they love that kind yeah. of stuff over there, and. It, when I was reading into it, like I, every paragraph was like, oh, like yeah, obviously, uh, yes, ob-, you know, it was just it, it continued to make more and more sense as I was reading. But uh, yeah, she's over there nonstop. I remember years ago, I was reading something. I found it so weird that she had to set rules for when she was in Japan for meet and greets. And I was like, it's weird that she just had one for Japan. Like you would think maybe that would be like across the board, but like yeah. she's like huge. And I was, I don't know. I thought it was again one of the biggest. Rabbit holes. I kind of just fell down in recent. Interesting. Memory. Yeah, I was just sending you clips. I just kept sending like, "Oh, check this one. Check this one." <laughs> like, no, they're like, yeah, I think so I watched good. them all. They're they're really really good. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk? Do you have any more anime that you watched, or do you want to talk uh, award shows? Uh, I got Scott Pilgrim, but I think I think I the might animated say that. show. The animated show. The anime. Yeah, sorry. The anime. Let's uh, let's not go there, but uh, I think we'll save that for next week, maybe. Yeah, sure. Um, but uh, because, like I said, I really, it got me to go back and finish Fully Cooly. Really? Yeah. Uh, so. Okay. No, let's get let's, into it. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. So. So you know, okay. Like, wait, it's yeah. What's it called? It's Scott. Uh, I don't actually know. It's it has a very specific name. Um, so it's a uh, Scott Pilgrim takes off. Okay. Um, so it's done. The studio is Science Saru. Um, they've done um, a couple of things, like a lot of the Pokemon stuff they've done, I think, over the years. Um, but anyway, so it's it's a the 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 sorry the the, the animation is based off you know like the the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not based off the movie. It's a retelling of what takes place in the graphic novel and the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like. Um, like remixed more than like a retelling. Like it's they really play with like the the story and the format. Again, I never read the original graphic novel. I'm not a huge fan. I love the movie. I thought you know yeah. that came out the perfect time for us. Like we were in high school. I yeah. think when that came out. Never seen it, but agree. Fair enough. Um, but anyway, so it was just like one of those things. Like you know, I'll jump in, and uh, it like it's really good, dude. Like it's the um, just like the they play with the tropes of anime and kind of like animation in general and just it's. I, I've never seen a perfect split of, like, two worlds coming together. And, like, yeah. again, there's a lot of arguments with this show. And, like, I know it got review-bombed to fucking galore just because, like, oh, it's, you know, it's not a real Japanese studio. Like, it is. Like, Science Art was a Japanese-based studio that worked in tandem with, you know, I'm um, uh, like on his name that made the movie. Um, Edgar Wright and, like, you know, Dan oh. O'Malley, the guy that wrote it. Like, all the voice actors from the movie, or all the actors from the movie came back to voice their characters. I heard that. Yeah, okay. I did Everyone. Hear that. No one missed out. They're all there. Um, and I don't know, it was just, it was kind of very thoughtful storytelling and they kind of, they kind of piece apart a lot of the, maybe not controversial, but stuff that hasn't aged well. Like there was like a weird thing, I guess, in the original, um, graphic novel about Scott was like dating a teenager. Like Mm -hmm. he's in his early twenties and he's dating like a 16 year old and kind of, you know, plays with their heart a little bit, you know, falling for the, you know, like the Ramona flowers there. But, um, I don't know. It's just. They do really cool stuff. The music is dynamite. Like, dynamite, dynamite, dynamite. Like, again, it's for Scott Pilgrim. I think you have to kind of crush that. Yeah. It's like one of the key That's things like you have to thing, nail. Right? Yeah. And I don't know. It was just like a really fun watch. And I saw, you know, um, Mother's Basement there, Jeff Thu, he was like, this is what Fooly, the Fooly Cooly sequels wanted to be, but never uh-huh. came close. Yeah, I never watched the sequels. They're like, apparently they're awful, like across the board. Oh, really? Like there's, yeah. they're, they try too hard. Like you know, kind of went away from the focus of what it is. It's funny because the original itself is kind of weird to begin with, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. how do you do more? You just get weirder. That's probably what they well, tried to do. And... I don't know if it's it, it got weirder. I think it just it maybe they kind of tried to straighten it out a little too much. Like sure. just like took a specific one thing and kind of run with that. But 
I don't know, man. It's it's a fun watch. It was an easy watch. It's ten episodes. You know, like regular. Um, Is you know, it on 20... Netflix? It's on. It's a Netflix yeah. original. It's done with them. Um, Were you but, happy uh, with Hooli Cooley? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not cool. ready to talk about that. I, 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 <laughs> Sorry, that's I would like funny. <laughs> yeah, I would like to rewatch that gotcha. again. Um, Been a long I think time for me too. I, I watched them two. It's only six episodes. Like they're only yeah. back. Was, I think it was two. I watched them two back to back, and yeah. again, it was my eyes were all fucked up back then. I was literally watching this oh, with right. one eye open <laughs> on the couch. You know, my one eye, good eye open. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. It was it was fun, and when I heard the fully Cooley thing, I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta jump back in, and I was like, oh, I see why this show is kind of. You know, it's it's not in like the goaded status, but it's yeah. like kind of like the nerds love it. Yeah, you know, yeah. people like us like love Fooly Cooly. Um and I get it now. Like it's uh it was made for people like you and I. True say. Oh, that's fine, man. Hardcore and emo in high school and you know, Fuck yeah, like, you know I don't know, it was it was a fun ride, but dude, Scott Pilgrim was good. There's like Chris Evans crushes. Like crushes. Oh, I forgot he was even in that, yeah. Oh man, he um and they do such a good job because then, like, I didn't read the graphic novel, so I don't know the full story of all these characters, and I don't know how fleshed out they can get. You only have what you have from the movie. Yeah. For me personally, I only have what I saw in the movie. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. It's 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 fun. Like he he play, <laughs> he plays like the ultimate. Like hey, like I'm fucking awesome, you know. And like just kind of like how like and then like the doors close and like sit, like people sitting there are like yeah, like I am awesome, and like you can see like their like brains just rotting away like like being so up on themselves and yeah, watching yeah. everything kind of crumble around just very actually his episode like kind of each of the ex-boyfriends have um have more or less an episode uh, okay and then but they do a good job of, like not just like ditching them and moving on to the next one like yeah. everyone no one leaves like it all yeah. kind of they string they, it all together and uh he just kind of like comes back and i was like oh that i didn't expect him to be like the new like third lead or whatever like by the end, or like you know, fourth lead or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. it was, they do really good redemption stuff, and I think they didn't fix Scott Pilgrim because I don't think it was broken. But I think this is a really fun. There is talks on them doing more potentially. So, um, but yeah, it was oh. it was a lot of fun. Um, okay, there's one more thing I want to talk about before we get to the Emmys. Yeah. Um, I I bet you didn't catch it because I don't even know if you're aware. But did you know that True Detective season four started? Uh, this past Sunday, yeah. Yeah. Did you catch it by chance? I have not. Did this you? Weekend. Didn't have a chance. But were you, like, I'm sorry. Have I, I watched them all? I have, yes. You have watched them all. Yeah. Were you I like a, season two as well. <laughs> yeah, okay. Are you a nut? Have we talked about this? Is that why you're saying all these things? Am I just forgetting? Mm, I don't know. I'm just having a, I'm just goofing off. Okay, yeah. Um, but you also loved season one. Yeah, dude. One yeah, of the greatest yeah. seasons of TV ever made. Yeah, okay. Um, did you know it's a new writer-director? Yeah, he got canceled. What did he, what did he do? Nick Pizzolatto in there? Yeah. I, I don't know. A lot I know. I think, uh, yeah, I think there's some not great business. I'm pretty sure he was. Interesting. Well, there's six executive producers on it. It's still McConaughey, Woody Harrelson, and then I saw Nick Pizzolatto, EP, and then I see in the credits, I see, in the credit, by the way, the credit song is Billie Eilish's Bury a Friend, and I was like, that's a very interesting choice. Um, and... I see, based on the Nick Pizzolatto's, like, whatever his name is, like, True Detectives. Uh, yeah, and I was like, oh, and then it goes, written and directed by, forgive my pronunciation, Isa Lopez, Isa Lopez. Oh. Most known for, per IMDb, writer of Tigers Are Not Afraid, which has a stellar 6.9 on huh? uh, IMDb, and, like, nothing. Nothing like hmm. Toto Mal writer four point seven stars La Boda de Valentina four point eight stars. I heard the first episode's great. Um, yeah. So I know there's a lot of stupid white men, you know, doing their typical thing on the internet right now. But uh, yeah, for sure. So um, <laughs> yeah, this kind of yeah bound to happen. I'm gonna try and stay matter. away from it. I'm gonna watch it. Mm. I enjoyed the pilot. It absolutely feel like it. It just feels like a crime show. Mm. Like, yeah, you know, True Detective is such a specific thing, and also the fact that it's an anthology series, it's never always, like, other sure. than the fact that, like, it was the one dude making it, that made it kind of consistent, sure. but, like, you could argue that, like, the season quality, at least the way the different seasons were received, it was kind of all over the fucking place anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, it definitely feels like a different person made it, though. Yeah, I, I did know... Um, 
apparently this is like going to be the most supernatural out of the four of them. Yeah, I so which I is like it's I believe I don't know if it's it's like they're not adapting uh, the the Mountains of Madness like the H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft story, but I think there's going to be a lot of Lovecraft at play here. Yeah, that makes so that makes a lot of sense. Like I was I was like. I don't remember them doing this much quote horror, light mm. horror, but like, sure. and also like potentially weird supernatural stuff. And I was like, season this one is... was the closest they ever did. Yeah, and even then, it was like at they... the <sighs> end. At the end, they really kind of geared it up and like the Yellow King stuff, which is like you know kind of like a subgenre of H.P. Lovecraft. Like that author yeah. kind of came off those books. So but like, yeah, they really they threaded the needle. So this is why it's lighting in a bottle, right? Like we've sure like season one is the. Season one of True Detective and how and what I'm not trying to make excuses for the guy, but like what happened between season one and season two of True Detective is like such a fantastic episode or episode or example of like you can't recreate lightning in a bottle, right? Mm. It's like that guy was working on this project for like eight years. Mm. And then he, it's the first then, album problem. Yeah, and then he yeah. birthed... Album problem. No, but yeah. that, that is what it is. And then he birthed this beautiful thing that he somehow got creative control over. And, like, but, and HBO made it of all fucking people. Like, it literally couldn't have gone better. And then they turn around and they say, okay, it's been eight months. Give us season two. Like, yeah. And what, what do you think happens, right? Like The expectations are too high. Yeah. And does he have another eight years to work on it? It's like, no, he has eight fucking months. Mm. And so it just doesn't really work and it's not the same. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. Some clunky dialogue at times, but I think Jodie Foster is like legit. But yeah, holding it down. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if I'm sold on the writer director. Like, there's a good story here. Okay. I just a little bumpy for a pilot of a show that is like a big deal. Mm. But don't get it twisted. I'm watching next week. Time so will tell. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, time will definitely. Shit, there tell. we go. We got our new live action show we're watching week to week. Like it's it. Like I'm 100 percent watching that week to week. Like Sunday nights. Like it's yeah. There's nothing better than Sunday night HBO. Like, yeah, I totally agree. No better feeling. And you know what we're doing during the week? At least one, trying for two episodes a week right now. Is we're about six or seven deep into the wire. Dave, I'm not. I, I'm. You're, okay, how many episodes in are you? Six or seven. We're, we we did the pilot uh, project. We you know we did Peaky Blinders a while back. We did. Some did prom- you get through the Peaky Blinders? Wait, long time ago, like six yeah. six to eight months ago, maybe in a year. You know, okay, yeah. Time, fucking time warp of getting old. Yeah. Sam's what gonna listen to this and tell me like, oh yeah, that was two and a half years ago. <laughs> like that's probably <laughs> what it was, dude. Yeah, I hear but you know, I was like, no, no, I'm pretty sure it was like a month ago. But anyway, uh, so then we did Sopranos and then we did The Wire and then like the next night it was like, okay, which one do you feel like watching? And it was like The Wire, The yeah. Wire again, The Wire again, and it like, yeah, I don't know. I, I I heard some people be like, oh, it never really grabbed me, but like, for whatever reason, like I don't know if it like has us hooked. Can't wait to see more. Hmm. So much as it is like they're telling an engaging story and I'm not like dying to know, but every time we have an hour, it's like, is there anything better on, you know, even if true detective takes that spot, it'll take that spot for five weeks on Sundays and that's like it. So never be watched again. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So wires, it's, this is a long-term watch because it's a long show. You know, we just, it took us, you know, a year to get through Mad Men, but that was seven seasons. Um, yeah, there's only 12 episodes every season. Yeah, so I think yeah. I think that's the uh, that's the move is like The Wire, sprinkle it on a little True Detective. Life's good. Good stuff you, on TV, man. If you want to borrow the Blu-rays, dude, I'll, I'll give them to you. Oh, like that's it's, true. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I found, like I have all the DVDs. It's my, it's my all-time favorite show. Like I Really? I, oh, dude, I fucking love The Wire. I'll never forget there was years and years ago, uh, we were up in Kingston for New Year's and... Uh, Everyone's like, oh, like everyone's like getting out. Like, Grant, why are you selling your PJs? I'm like, I just got a copy of season three of The Wire on DVD, and I'm staying home and I'm watching this like all night. Like, I, you know, it's like I gotta. It took me forever to find that third season, but uh, at the time, but uh, yeah, Leanna was just on like it was like a Facebook local group. Like, yeah, we're giving away a sealed brand new copy of The Wire on Blu-ray. That's free. Locked. And I was like, Leanna, go, like, go, go, get go. It. Yeah. <laughs> and, like twenty minutes later, slide I down the fireman pole. <laughs> But, uh, oh, yeah, no, freaking the bunk. Oh, my God. McDonald's like, the ultimate bastard. I love it. Yeah. Did they do well? Uh, okay, here, here's your segue. Did they do mm-hmm. well uh, cr- uh, critically, like, Emmys and stuff? Critically, I don't think, like, awards nom award noms. I don't think so. But um, it was, like, the most talked about show, like, 
you know, water cooler stuff literally came, you know, no pun intended here, but like literally came down to like the wire of like, if they're going to get renewed each season, like they, like David Simon, um, uh, had to fight like tooth and nail to like get like that next season. Let me finish the story. Let me finish the story. And like, it's like one of the most lauded shows of all time. And to go back and read the interviews and all the stuff, like the hoops they had to jump through to even like get the show done. Yeah. Um, two, two, two nominations for writing. No wins uh, yeah. at the Emmys. That's it. But a what is it? Nine point three IMDb rating. Iconic. Unreal. It's uh, is not unreal. as unlucky, but quite close uh, as uh, Better Call Saul, which has finished its Emmy run with a to- a whopping fifty three nominations and zero wins. That's breaks, tough. Breaks my fucking heart. Ray Seahorn deserves more. That's a rough go, dude. Um, R.I.P. Man, um, she didn't even get nominated for lead uh, actress in drama series. Who, who are you hoping would? Uh, uh, Rhea Seahorn, or maybe she plays, she's is her supporting. She, she plays. Uh, nah, she oh, I'm blanking on her name. The his girlfriend there. The blonde. Yeah, Kim. Kim oh, Kim. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Kim Wexler. Kim Wexler. Uh, supporting. Okay, well, let's talk. Let's just talk Emmys. I will. Uh, I'll just say like. I think so far this year, and correct me anybody if uh, if I'm wrong, but it seems like Golden Globes, Critics' Choice Awards, and Emmys kind of largely ag- agreed on winners. Like I, I'm sure there's like a couple deviations here and there, um, mm-hmm. but it really seems like uh, there was a lot of overlap. So we're just gonna look at the Emmy uh, Emmy list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say though, Grant, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had a mouthful to say last week about Joe Coy's uh, performance you know, his monologue and all that stuff at the... He's uh, doubling down. Do you see all that? Yeah, he's a little bitch, dude. Can't take the L. No. Um, and it's so, it's so funny because, you know, a comic I'm not a huge fan of, but a comic nonetheless, Chelsea Handler handled her monologue uh, at the Critics' Choice Awards. Oh, she hosted the Critics' Choice. Okay. And 10-minute monologue crushed. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, probably not apples to apples, Sure. You know, maybe she had more time to, to prep or whatever the fact. She threw a little shade joke Coy's way though, because she crushed. She had some good quips. Well, they used to date. Oh, really? That was like a thing. They had. A, I think that was like they had a relationship previously. That's, so. that's funny because she she, cr- she makes some joke. Crowd loves it. She goes, "Thank you." My writers wrote that one, and I was like, "Ha ha ha!" That's so funny. <laughs> Honestly, I had no idea the Emmys were even this week. I was like, you know, I was on Twitter at one point and. Uh, I don't even know who hosted. I haven't seen the monologue yet. Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson. Yeah. Have you heard anything? No. I literally saw like someone so won the Emmy, and I was like, "Oh, is this like a preliminary Emmy thing?" Yeah. And it was like a what would have been a, uh, Sunday night. No, it wasn't Sunday. It was last night, wasn't it? Uh, yes, it was. Sorry. Yeah, Monday night. Why? You know. Anyways. Yeah, I don't but, know. Uh, uh, but because they... Critics' Choice was Sunday, maybe. Yes, it was. I think that's what it was. Um, yeah, it was updated. Yeah, it was. Uh, so yeah, back to back. Basically. It was the Succession and the Bear Show. Yeah. In terms of winners, Beef did good too. Beef did Beef. I haven't seen a fucking minute of that show. Have it's, you? That's on my holiday watch. Oh it's, yeah, you it, went, it, it has now gone to the top of my. You list. You watch that and report back on, on yep. whether because uh, Ali Wong, uh, also a legit comic, by the yep. way. Yeah, Stephen like Yun, uh, they both picked up wins mm-hmm. at Globes and Emmys. So shout out. Limited series they won. Yeah. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi was nominated. Get for fucked. what? For what? Limited or anthology series? Get fucking real, dude. <laughs> it was so bad. Obi Wan, that's funny, eh? Yeah. Dahmer was yeah. Um, you know what's crazy is look at uh, look for supporting uh, female actor in drama or comedy. What is White Lotus? Uh, supporting actress in a limited anthology. Okay, comedy series. Yeah, here we go. Supporting actress in a drama series. List Grant. There are eight nominations here. Yeah. Five are from White Lotus. Dude. Five. Did you, did you watch that season? Not a minute. I haven't seen oh, any Sam of it. Sam did though. Sam oh, you watched. Should. She's seen you it should all. Watch it. it was so funny. Fucking Leanna was telling her coworkers about it. And uh, they're like, how do we get it? And like, no one can like figure out how to get onto Crave and like get access to the White Lotus. Yeah, that like, app it we, is an embarrassment. I can't I, believe how bad it is. No comment. But uh, um, yeah, so like we were like pumping it up big time at fucking like, work Christmas party, and uh, everyone's like, oh, we all want to watch the light. None of them can figure out how to like get 
the app yeah. working and like I'm watching it, but uh, um, a great show. I like season two. Season one was better, I think, but season yeah. two was a lot of fun. Best directing for a comedy series: Christopher, Christopher Storer, Juan for the Bear. I wonder if they submitted Seven Fishes or if it's just like the whole, um, the entirety of the series for directing. For directing? Oh yeah, yeah it just says episode just says... review. Oh, that'll be it. Okay. Oh, so that, no. review that would have been the finale. No. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. That is the episode title. So yeah, I yeah. guess they didn't uh, submit that one. Uh, was it not four fishes? That's weird. Yeah. Later. Wow, that was a good episode too. Yeah, that was yeah. Really, really liking the drama series. Obviously, Succession wins. Comedy series, obviously, The Bear wins. Sarah okay, Se- Ray. Sorry, Ray Seahorn did get nominated for. Yeah. Uh, oh, she did. Who she lose yeah. to? White Jeff Lotus. Coolidge. Yeah. Yeah. Lead actress in a drama series, Sarah Snook. Lead actor in a drama series, Karen Culkin again. Mm-hmm. Um, this time, you know, more serious speech. He threw his jacket on the ground as he got up there. Nice. He was trying to do up his button, and he was like scrambling to get it. And he just said "fuck it," and he just took it and threw it off on stage. Good for him. <sighs> we already mentioned the beef stuff. Ali Wong, Stephen Yun. Elton Nothing Pat really crazy Variety here. Um, Critics' Choice also uh, does movies. Uh, Emmys is obviously TV only. Um, Actually, um, Scott Pilgrim won at the Critics' Choice. Oh, there you go. Category. Um, a lot of the same winners as Golden Globes at Crit- Critics' Choice. You know, Robert Downey Jr. supporting uh, Best Visual Effects, Oppenheimer. Let me see. Uh, Christopher Nolan, Best Director. Yeah. Uh, best Supporting, Robert Downey Jr. Actress, Emma Stone, Poor Things. A lot of weird RDJ interviews coming out the past couple of days for leading up to like probably there, the Oscar announcements. Yeah, for sure. Not not loving those, to be honest. Um, Paul Giamatti beat out... Uh... Oh, Best Actor. They didn't even have... Oh, they did have Killian here. Paul Giamatti won for, at, at the Critics for The Holdovers. Old people love old movies about teachers. And, yeah. Uh, um, back to the RDJ thing. What do you, like, just like... Well, it's like, I understand, like, it's just, you know, they're, it's, it's, uh, it's marketing and, you know, yeah. trying to build up, you know, this and that. But, like, the, the current roundabout of, like, yeah, I didn't feel very seen. You know, I did some of my best work in those Iron Man movies. Oh, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. come on, man. Like, you're in this movie doing something, you know, and you're kind of, you know, griping and moaning about what was like come you were in like the big like for what they were awesome you were for amazing sure. but like you don't need to double dip like you made your money like shut up you know i don't know it's just, it's it's like the hollywood stuff that like that that annoys the shit out of me um, like, i don't know why it doesn't matter but no no it, uh you're, you're right i um you know who should host the oscars because he just hosted the governor awards um which is like the creative oscar john Mulaney? yeah yeah. And God, he's good. And uh, he's he, so good. He won. He looks so tan. So tan. <laughs> so weirdly specific. He yeah. won uh, for uh, Baby J. Baby J. So that makes two that he's won. And I, I remember, you know, talking about that, so I won't do it again. But he had a thing at the Governor's uh, Awards. What's the lady's name who was nominated for an Oscar for Black Panther 2? Oh, um... Give me that deep poll, Grant. Uh, I know you know it. Uh, Angela... Bassett. Angela Bassett. He goes, Angela Bassett was nominated for an Oscar in a Marvel movie. He goes, yeah. that's like winning a Pulitzer Prize for a Reddit comment. <laughs> <laughs> and they cut to Robert Downey Jr. of all people. I was like, let's go, dude. Yeah. Um, so, I don't to, know. I just... Yeah, the RDJ just... thing... He had some good moments for sure. Like yeah. I, 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 really think his best performance by far is in Civil War. Mm. Um, but to your point, like he's doing something in Oppenheimer. Mm. Um, his role as Tony Stark is really like towing the line of like just refined Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Like he's barely acting. In those it's showing movies. up to work, you know. Like it's, yeah, and. You know. It's not yeah. quiet quitting there, but like you know, like but, you're there, you're present, but you're also not but he, like. He acted in Oppenheimer, and it's so funny. Like it's kind of a backhanded compliment that Christopher Nolan keeps saying on, like you know, because all these people have talking points, right? They do a billion interviews. It's like you're asked the same question over and over again. You're going to end up giving a lot of the same answers. And one of his, one of his great quotes in like in casting RDJ in Oppenheimer is like. 
I think like you know he's such a star and he's so big that people forget that he's one of the great actors of our time. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that because like you haven't seen that in a decade, and he yeah. is like as evidenced by how well he's doing this award season. He is one of the best actors mm-hmm. uh, working today. But like you may not know it if you've only seen movies from the last decade, which is kind of the point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, anything else really big here that's worth mentioning? Um, I don't think so. Not really. J. Oh, Mike Birbiglia was nominated. Hmm. Best comedy special. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, bet slightly better list here yeah. for Critics' Choice than uh, but, uh, the Globes. But yeah. No, I don't know. I think because we were talking last week, it's the end of the month they're doing announcing most likely the Oscar. Um, that's I think it's like, the twenty fourth. That is the list I'm looking forward to, and I am yeah, gonna pick. I cannot wait. This is it's so funny. There's so many movies. This has probably been like the hardest year for me. Of like, there's so much I want to see, but it's just kind of like, you know, due to like the writer strike and all this stuff, everything's got pushed, right? So like all the stuff that's been talked about, people behind the scenes have seen and have been talking yeah. about it. It's been months and months and months. I've been hearing about it and listening on conversations on and it's like i fucking want to see the movie and i can't you know yeah. so it's it's so funny like you know you would saw poor things it's like one of the ones you know it's coming out and zone of interest is very high up on my list too but um i think they announced that like freaking five years ago before it came out but uh sorry Grant. ring a ding ding oh it is what it is but uh anyways no i don't know it's um i like the i know people goof on the oscars and it's you know all self-congratulatory there but it's one of my favorite nights of the year it rem- yeah. yeah like i remember we did like a poll on our instagram at part time otaku podcast which you can follow now and on tiktok but um i remember i did like a poll being like do you care about award season people are like eh. you know what i mean but like i do think and yes it's like you can still make the argument that like they've grown political but they kind of always have been yeah, yeah. Um, but I still think more often than not, especially the Oscars, it is still a great indication of quality. Like mm-hmm. one came out this year that is like challenging and like fucking good, mm. you know, and like there's all, yeah, like without a doubt every year there's like one or two that don't fucking belong and are kind of there for like dumb reasons, mm-hmm. but like they're easy to spot. And then the rest of them, it's like, oh shit. Like, you know, I, like I, I wouldn't have seen poor things if I didn't know about all this hype. Mm. being generated because people expect it to perform critically and during award season like i you know what i mean i i Mm -hmm. and without this silly award season shit i wouldn't have seen it at all Mm. you know and like i'm so glad that i did yeah um so i don't know i'm 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 excited when it comes out we should try and like like you said make a little list see what we can see maybe do a little Mm -hmm. a little pool or maybe make some predictions we should have a predictions episode or just a section of an episode or or whatever (laughs) yes it would Sold. Put it in. Put it in the book. Sold. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's all I've got, man. I had a pretty late week. No, man, it's good. We did uh, we did over an hour. I think uh, this, this was fun. I'm loving this flow yeah. we've got. Yes. Um, Man, I, I gotta be honest. I put up the Q&A yeah. on the uh, Instagram. I completely forgot to check it. I don't even know if anybody <laughs> submitted a, uh, a Q. And if Damn. you did, our bad. We'll hit you next week. Um, but yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back. Um, wait, am I here next week, Grant? Uh, I'm not no. here. I'm no. in Texas um, mm. because well, I'm just going down there to protest, I guess. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no but I, I got to go to a conference. Uh, Grant may or may not do an episode. I might, you, do, I might do a solo pod next week. Who knows? And if not, yeah. we'll be back the next week. But either way, keep an eye. Subscribe to us on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. You will be notified, okay, when we are back. And we will be back. Thank you so much for listening. Grant, you may go ahead and say the thing. I guess. Cheers.